0: So as we enter month six of shelter in place and begin looking forward to the start of a new Jewish year, I've been reflecting a lot on the stark reality of what I've been hearing not only from members of our community, but what studies across the nation are showing us. The COVID-19 pandemic has kicked us back to the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow's hierarchy is a theory in psychology which delineates five tiers of human needs, most often shown as a hierarchical pyramid that you may recognize. The needs lower down on the pyramid need to be satisfied before we can address the needs that are higher up. And from the bottom of the pyramid, the needs are physiological, things like food, or food water, and shelter, safety, security, and health, love and belonging, esteem, and then finally, self-actualization. Thanks to Shelter-in-Place, all of us have had to return to the lower two levels of our pyramids and refocus on our physical needs in ways that we never have before. Because we've been so immersed in the details of masks, of distancing, of food shopping and logistics, we've turned inward and focused more on ourselves than we have in the past. And because of this, we've had to abandon the higher levels of Maslow's hierarchy that enable us to live fulfilling, joy-filled lives. Elul, the Jewish calendar month immediately before the new year of Rosh Hashanah, begins in two weeks. Elul is a time that Jewish tradition requires us to look inward, reflect on our lives, and think carefully about how we can do and be better in the new year. In the midst of COVID-19 and shelter in place, I've been wrestling a lot with the question of how Judaism can help us reach upward on Maslow's hierarchy this year in particular. With COVID-19 returning us to the bottom two levels of of our pyramid, how can Judaism help us refocus on our sense of belonging, the third level? If we're truly going to live through this continued period of shelter in place and not just survive it, It's something that we need to intentionally focus on. According to Maslow's hierarchy, belonging, the need for friendships and community, is a core requirement of what it means to be human, just above our physical needs for food and for safety. Maslow teaches us that in order to avoid problems such as loneliness, depression, and anxiety, people need to feel loved and accepted by others. Personal relationships with friends and family play an important role in this, and so does involvement in other groups like religious communities, sports teams, book clubs, and other group activities. Long before social distancing and shelter-in-place became a part of our lexicon, this third layer of Maslow's hierarchy, a sense of belonging, was already a challenge in American society. Prior to COVID-19, loneliness and social isolation were already endemic all around us. This past January, Cigna's 2020 Loneliness Index found that 61% of Americans, or more than three out of five, reported feeling some levels of loneliness. Recent studies have found that these trends have been accelerated by COVID-19. A study released in June found that overall loneliness had nearly tripled since shelter-in-place began in March. And most poignantly, these trends were similar across age groups. Baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, all age demographics reported large increases in loneliness. No group appeared to be immune to the effects of shelter-in-place. While these numbers are very preliminary, The new realities of loneliness and social isolation aren't news to any of us. They have been our lived realities day in and day out for the last five months. We no longer have unplanned or unstructured social interaction within our temple, at Oneggs, our community, or just in our day-to-day lives. And it's hard for us not to feel the effects of this prolonged period of physical distancing. With no end to shelter in place in sight and statistics and news articles all around us indicating that we will be living this way well into the foreseeable future, we need to begin finding new ways to break through this loneliness and isolation and seek out the sense of belonging that we need and we crave. Thankfully, Judaism has an antidote to our present challenge, leaning into deep, authentic community. Emphasis on community is everywhere we turn in Judaism and Jewish tradition. It is deeply ingrained with who we are as a people. Jewish ritual practice quite literally requires us to be in community with others. In order to pray in a Jewish setting, we need to form a minion, a group of 10 fellow Jews who will pray alongside us. At life cycle moments of our greatest celebrations and sorrows, Judaism requires us to actively seek out community. You cannot hold a Jewish wedding without witnesses, and a shiva service cannot take place without a minion. Though these last few months we have celebrated these life cycle rituals virtually, communal participation and the presence of our nearest and dearest in our Zoom screens has been a key part of our life cycle events. In moments of crisis and challenge, like we find ourselves in at this moment in time, this Jewish emphasis on community becomes all the more crucial to our well being. In a recent New York Times article, Dr. Vivek Murthy, author of the book Together The Healing Power of Human Connection in a Sometimes Lonely World, emphasized the importance of intentionally making time to connect with the same group of people consistently amidst shelter in place. Dr. Murthy specifically recommended that people form a moai or a support group. A moai, which is a new word to me, is Japanese for meeting, a meeting with a common purpose. And moais are intended to be groups of people that come together regularly to support one another. Describing his own moai, Dr. Murthy stated that he and two friends come together about once a month and spend a few hours catching up over Zoom having real, honest, deep conversations about personal issues related to health, relationships, and finances. While Dr. Murthy described this group as a Japanese Moai, in Hebrew, we call it a Havara. The word Havara comes from the Hebrew words for friendship and connection, the same essence of the Japanese Moai group. A Chavara is a group of people that come together regularly to play, pray, learn, celebrate, or act with each other. A group whose members are in community with each other, who see each other for who they are, and who help to mutually provide the sense of belonging and support that Maslow's hierarchy reminds us all that we require. So tonight, I am very excited to share with you that Emmanuel is here to help you form a Chavara of your own with a new initiative I have spent the last few months building with Leah Shapiro from our engagement department, Emmanuel Babait. This new small groups initiative is designed to help you find your people in our congregation, especially amidst shelter in place. Bait, as you may recognize, is Hebrew for home, and Emmanuel Babait, or Emmanuel at home, strives to bring our wonderful, vibrant, and sacred community direct to you while you shelter in place in your own personal bite. While beautiful buildings like the domed home on Lake Street that are a wonderful gift, Jewish community cannot be contained by the walls of any space. And there is holiness to be found whenever people connect with each other, whether that place is a sanctuary, a home, or a Zoom room. As Martin Buber states, When two people relate to each other authentically and humanly, God is in the electricity that surges between them. God doesn't show up one day a year in the Holy of Holies. God shows up when we show up for one another. So in this time of shelter in place, when we need a sense of connection and belonging more than we ever have before, it is my hope that we as a congregation can show up for each other in new and deeper ways and spark more of God's divinity within our community. One of Emmanuel's many strengths is the breadth and scope of our large congregation. In such a large community, each and every one of us has people who could and should be our people. We just need a little bit of help to find them. And that is where Emmanuel Babayit can help. Because we are such a large and varied congregation filled with individuals seeking many different types of belonging, there will be many different types of Emmanuel Babayat groups. After all, there truly is no one size fits all at a congregation like ours. Formed by interests, geography, needs, or demographics, Each group will be, will consist of three to 20 individuals or 10 families who will join together about once a month this fall to celebrate, play, pray, and or learn with each other, either virtually or safely in person with social distancing. But by groups will all be member led and will be intentionally filled with people seeking the same type of community. Some will focus on activities like challah baking, or movies, or knitting, and others will be formed around life stage, new parents, boomers, families, or around identity or neighborhood. If you don't see a Babayat group that fits the community that you need right now, you can start your own. If you already have a group of friends that you want to bring together to form your own intentional Chavara or Moai, reach out and let us know so we can help. I am here to help guide and support you on your journey to find and build community. It's what I love to do. So tonight, as we begin month six of Shelter in Place and prepare to begin a new Jewish year in just a few weeks in a way that we never have before, I ask each of you, have you found your people here? Do you have the people around you that you need to feel a sense of belonging this fall. If you haven't, please let us help you find them.